Hello, everyone, and welcome to another edition of the Into the Borough podcast here on the Borough Reviews Network. My name is Jared, and today we have got a great show for you. It's going to be a relatively quick episode. I'm just going to give you some things to watch this weekend. Uh, Obviously, we have some pretty big hitters out, and I want to kind of explore those. We're going to talk about how you can vote to determine TBR's best of 2022. I will have more on that later. And then also what is happening at DC? It's on fire. So all of that and more coming up. Thank you so much for tuning in. It's going to be, like I said, a relatively short episode, but I'm glad you are here. Now let's dive into the news. If you would like to support our show, consider joining the crew by subscribing to our Patreon. Every dollar counts towards commission for our contributors and improving our network. Membership to our Patreon grants you different perks, depending on what part of the crew you opt into. If you're someone who likes behind-the-scenes content, our director's crew has access to a close friends group on Instagram, as well as a Discord server and, of course, Twitter circles. Meanwhile, the producer crew is gifted discounted merch codes and exclusive video discussions, reviews, and vlogs. For executive producers that go above and beyond, we send a little special care package their way as a way to say thanks. Whether you're looking to gain early access to video content or listen to our Patreon-exclusive podcast, Close Up with the Borough Reviews, you can find it all on our Patreon page. Membership is a critical metric that we use to indicate the success of our network, and we know that we can count on you for some support. Head over to patreon.com slash theboroughreviews to sign up. The Burr Reviews, your movie refuge. This week's headlines come from Variety, Empire, and the Critics' Choice Association. Things are heating up in Metropolis as DC Studios co-head James Gunn has announced that he is writing a new feature film about Superman. In step with the new project, Gunn has also revealed that Henry Cavill will not return as the superhero. He said, quote, Peter and I have a DC slate ready to go, which we couldn't be more over the moon about. We'll be able to share some more exciting information about our first projects at the beginning of the new year. In the initial stages, our Superman story will be focusing on an earlier part of Superman's life, so the character will not be played by Henry Cavill. But we just had a great meeting with Henry, and we're big fans, and we talked about a number of exciting possibilities to work together in the future. Now, it should be noted that Gunn also went on to say that this would not be an origin story for Clark Kent. So for those of you that were sweating and having nightmares about the possibility of another origin story for Superman, those can all be laid to rest, hopefully. On the set of The Witcher Season 3, Liam Hemsworth is still going to be playing the character of Geralt, so that will not change, and unfortunately we're just going to have to look forward to Henry Cavill's projects in the future. Cavill went on to Instagram to write, It's sad news, everyone. I will, after all, not be returning as Superman. After being told by the studio to announce my return back in October, prior to their hire, 
This news isn't the easiest, but that's life. I respect that James and Peter have a universe to build, and I wish them and all involved with the new universe the best of luck and the happiest of fortunes. Truly, a class act. But Cavill isn't the only star from the last DC era to sit down with Gunn and Safran, as Ben Affleck, who played Batman in numerous films from the label, recently met with the pair to specifically discuss the prospect of directing an upcoming DC feature. More details on the reimagined DC universe are expected to come in January. I know at this point you've heard a lot about our website, theburrreviews.com, but I wanted to share some of the content that you can expect from us in case you missed it. On our site, you'll find podcasts, movie reviews, opinion articles, feature content, and more covering all types of cinema. If you're looking for a review of your latest project, we got you covered. Simply search theburrreviews.com in your web browser and you'll find us. As a company currently residing in Nebraska, we know how hard it can be to get your message out to the world, and we are there to help. Find our contact page on our website and fill out the form. You'll be able to find a list of submission guidelines on the page, but note that not every submission will be accepted, mainly due to time restrictions, but we welcome all types of motion pictures, short films, and music videos. So what are you waiting for? Head over to the site now and check it out. The Burr Reviews, your movie refuge. And on the road to the Oscar season next year, we have a whole slew of nominations to cover with you today, starting with the Golden Globe nominations. Um, Everything Everywhere has six in play, including competing in Best Motion Picture, Musical, or Comedy. Uh, you have the Fablemans in another frontrunner with the likes of Top Gun Maverick. Um, and a surprise was from the Golden Globe nominations that Brendan Fraser's name is on the list for The Whale, primarily because he said that he won't attend after accusing a former HFPA president of sexual assault a few years ago. And we covered that a couple of months back. Um, but it's still surprising nonetheless. Maybe this is their way of paying respects uh, it's not really my battle to to enter at all, but I just thought it was notable that they did end up nominating him. Let me run down a couple of the categories here. So for Best Motion Picture at the Golden Globes, we have Avatar, The Way of Water, Elvis, The Fablemans, Tar, and Top Gun Maverick. Um, best Performances by an Actress in a Motion Picture Drama, we have Kate Blanchett, Olivia Coleman for The Empire of Light, Viola Davis for The Woman King, Ana de Armas for Blonde, and Michelle Williams for The Fablemans. And Best Supporting Actor, um, or excuse me, Best Performance by an Actor in a Motion Picture Drama, we have Austin Butler, Elvis, Brendan Fraser, The Whale, Hugh Jackman, The Sun, Jeremy Pope for The Inspection, and Bill Nye for The Living, or Living, rather. And for Best Motion Picture in the Musical and Comedy section, we have Babylon, The Banshees of Nesharen, Everything Everywhere All at Once, Glass Onion, A Knives Out Mystery, and Triangle of Sadness, which I think out of all of those, it was most surprising to see Triangle of Sadness creep its way in. 
For best motion picture animated, we have Guillermo del Toro's Pinocchio, Inuo, Marcel Deschel with Shoes On, Puss in Boots, and Turning Red. All great choices. And in the non-English language best motion picture category, you have All Quiet on the Western Front, Argentina 1985, Close, Decision to Leave, and RRR. All great choices, again. And, you know, best director, obviously you have the Daniels for Everything Everywhere, James Cameron, Baz Luhrmann for Elman, Martin McDonough for Banshees, and The Fablemans has another nomination for Steven Spielberg. Um, Not surprising there at all. It's really kind of everything that we expected it to be with maybe the biggest upset being that no female directors are included in the category, which is shocking in a year where we had films like Woman Talking, where we had films like She Said. Um, There were plenty of opportunities for the HFPA, who, by the way, just added 100 members this cycle, effectively boosting their numbers from 100 to 200. Um, You had more people, and yet we still don't have any female directors nominated. It's quite shocking to me um, that we, year after year, go through this whole motion, and it's a huge controversy every time, and it doesn't look to be fixed. And, uh, you know, I'm just going to expect disappointment from now on. Now, on the flip side, for the Critics' Choice Association, Uh, The 28th Annual Critics' Choice Awards uh, are going to be hosted by Chelsea Handler, um, which will happen on Sunday, January 15th, 2023. Um, And so that's coming up real fast here. But let me just kind of go through the nominations because those were similar to the Golden Globes, but they were also a little bit different, which was surprising. So for Best Picture Women Talking did make it in, thank God. We have Babylon, Avatar, Banshees, Elvis, Everything Everywhere, The Fablemans, Glass Onion, RRR, Tar, and Top Gun Maverick. Um, so at least in the Critics' Choice circle, um, you know, we have, I, I, I would hate to call it justice, but you know, because really, like, to give them props for doing the bare minimum would be uh, horrifically, like, misplaced and misguided. But um, at least it's happening in that circle. For best actor, you have Tom Cruise. You have Austin Butler, Colin Farrell, Brendan Fraser, uh, Paul Mescal for After Sun. So that's really the first big category for After Sun there. A movie that I saw, I haven't talked about it publicly, but I really did like that movie. And it kind of grew on me the more that time passed from my screening. And it's now sitting at my number five spot for best films of the year. So there's that. Um, Best Actress, we have Kate Blanchett, Viola Davis, Danielle Deadweiler for Till, Margot Robbie for Babylon, Michelle Williams for The Fablemans, and Michelle Yeoh. So um, pretty stacked category there. The Supporting uh, Actor and Actors category um, is pretty stacked as well. You have Judd Hirsch uh, and Paul Dano competing there in the Critics' Choice, both for The Fablemans. So I'll be curious to know how that is. And another Butting Heads dual submission from a film is also Brendan Gleeson and Barry Cogan for The Banshees of Sharon. I'll be curious to see how that pans out, although I think Brendan Gleeson over Barry has the advantage there, just with, you know, career and time. Uh, Ki Hui Kwan, 
uh, for Everything Everywhere All at Once. Uh, also got a Best Supporting Actor nom as well as Brian Tyree Henry for Causeway. I was really surprised to see Causeway in there. I caught that last month. Uh, I like it. I don't necessarily love it. I mean, it's a good movie. It's not something that I would revisit. Felt a little, felt a little like cold. I was a little at arm's length, and uh, I think it really it it would have benefited from more of a warm touch. Um, but it was still a good film nonetheless. Uh, Best supporting actress. This is big for Black Panther: Wakanda Forever. Um, it seems to be the first Marvel like m- property where we're actually getting actor nominations. So Angela Bassett, both in the Golden Globes and for the Critics' Choice, has gotten in for Best Supporting Actress, which is huge. Jesse Buckley for Woman Talking was kind of a given. Uh, you also have Carrie Condon for The Banshees of Sharon, which I was really shocked to see, but I'm glad. Jamie Lee Curtis is there. Um, Stephanie uh, Sue for Everything Everywhere and Janelle Monet for Glass Onion. Uh, all great picks. And then Best Director, finally. Let's talk um, a little bit about this category here because this felt a little bit more level-headed and fair than the Golden Globes because not only do we have Gina Prince-Bythewood uh, for The Woman King, but we also have Sarah, Sarah Polly for Women Talking in the Best Director category. So there are two great female directors. Um, I would have put Charlotte Wells in here for After Sun. I'm not entirely certain why she isn't on here because um, truthfully, like I see Steven Spielberg's name all over all these awards and the movie didn't touch me nearly as much as something like After Sun did. So, you know, it's a all personal preference, I guess. Um, but, you know, you have your typical like heavy hitters, James Cameron, Todd Field for Tar, uh, Boz Lerman, the Daniels again, Martin McDonough. Then you also have Damien Chazelle getting into the Critics' Choice Best Director nominations for Babylon. It's really interesting award season. I'm going to be curious to see how this shakes up um, in terms of when we finally get those sweet, sweet Oscar noms. But stay tuned right here on the Borough Reviews and on the Into the Borough podcast for more awards talk. And I think this is a good transition point into talking about the TBR Best of 2022 awards. So without further ado, let's get into it. As you know, every year we usually do a best of video for the entire year. In the past, it's usually been the best like films and then the best genre films. So like horror movies, superhero movies, comedies, all of that. Um, and we usually had separated the categories a little bit. And mostly it was my pick or it was uh, me and Linda's pick specifically for the horror categories. And um, this year, we wanted to kind of switch it up a little bit and try something new and let all of you into that voting process. So um, I have linked in the description the Best of 2022 Awards. Uh, This is a preemptive nominations list. It includes 25 titles in three categories spanning film, television, and gaming. And in that preemptive list, In each category, you can select up to five titles uh, to be voted on, Um, and we'll go through a whole voting process. It's essentially ranked choice voting, and then we will release our final results with one more round of final voting uh, at some point later in the month, probably closer to the new year, maybe after Christmas, um, depending on how many responses we get, or we might push it off into 
the new year and maybe do something mid-January. But nonetheless, this is an opportunity for you to have your voice heard on what you think the best films and the best TV shows and the best games were from the year of 2022. Uh, We haven't done this, like I said, in the past. So this is going to be really interesting for us, but we wanted to make it a little bit more collaborative. And this is supposed to be, uh, you know, kind of an award ceremony that focuses and rewards achievements in storytelling and narrative expression rather than just, you know, what what is the best technical feature of the year meaning like you know if if top gun maverick is your jam and like top gun maverick is the movie that you most resonated with and that touched you most i think it deserves to be at the very top of the best of 2022 if enough people have given that input so in a way it's not just rewarding you know the most cinematic and the most technical films it's a way of rewarding achievements in storytelling and how they affected you. So vote on your emotions, vote on your instincts, rather than voting on what you think deserves an award. Um, It's kind of a new way of voting for us as in the past, you know, I wouldn't say it's new because I would often put things on my personal list and our list on the site that were a little bit more mainstream or a little bit more obscure for, you know, some something like the Academy's taste. So it's very dependent on what you want. If you don't see uh, titles that you would have voted for in the respective categories, there is a suggestions box where you can basically leave that title. And um, if enough people, like if I have three people write in and they're like, hey, where's Barbarian on the best of films list? Because Spoiler alert, it's not there. I'm sorry. <laughs> there was a lot to throw on there, and that didn't make it. Um, but, you know, if if enough of you want Barbarian and, and enough of you vote for Barbarian, I'm going to go ahead and, you know, it's, it's going to find its way onto the final vote. So I'm just kind of, I put those preemptive titles out there just to make your life easier so you didn't have to type in, you know, The Banshees of Inisherin or Triangle of Sadness or Avatar The Way of the Water. None of that. Um, I wanted to make it really simplistic for you all to vote. Like I said, you can select up to five titles in each respective category, and then we will release our final voting uh, at some point in the near future for the best of 2022. So hop down, uh, if you're listening to this, into the show notes, find that link, and go vote, vote, vote. Um, And then, you know, when we finally do our video, we might do something like, um, you know, here is the overall best film, best TV show, best game of 2022. Here's our pick at the borough, and here are the honorable mentions that got a lot of votes, but not enough. Um, and I think that that might be, you know, what we end up doing. So who knows? A lot of questions about that, but this is new to us. So also in that suggestions box, if you find that you wanted to add something in for next year. If you have any comments, concerns, anything like that, we will try and address them. So go ahead and add them into that section. And uh, yeah, let's, let's have fun with this guys. Let's, let's, you know, let's select, you know, good films and good stories. And uh, I can't wait to see what you all pick. For films and TV shows releasing this week, there isn't too much. Unfortunately, on Paramount Plus, you have the Yellowstone spinoff 1923, starring Harrison Ford and Helen Mirren. 
Uh, I've heard nothing but good things about that show. Um, so if Yellowstone is something that you follow religiously, uh, this is the second spinoff from that. Uh, promising, because I heard pretty good things about the last one. Um, nonetheless, so check that out over on Paramount+. Plus. You also have a Murderville special coming out on Netflix, which I absolutely love Murderville 100%, the best of preemptive nominations list that we put out for the TBR best of 2022 includes Murderville in the best TV show category. Um, but this murder mystery is trying to dissect and uncover who killed Santa. Um, and for those of you who are unaware of the show, um, basically they take any sort of star, could be an actor, could be um, a famous you know, sports player, any anyone that's notable in society, and they take them. And the, the show is partially scripted. Um, all of the actors... Uh, have their script, but whoever is guest starring doesn't have a script. So they kind of have to improvise. And um, this special, I think, has Maya Rudolph in it, which I can't wait to see. She's hilarious. Um, so I'm I'm really, I you know, I think out of the first few episodes of that show, Marshawn Lynch had the best episode and he was really going in on his part, uh, which was really surprising. But it's just a fun show, um, so go ahead and check that out. It's over on Netflix. And then for movies, I don't think there are any movies releasing. Are there? Ren's shaking her head. There's no movies releasing this week, so I guess that's all you have to look forward to. Um, no, I'm just kidding. Obviously, Avatar Way of the Water like is out. Uh, actually, I'm recording this about 30 minutes before I leave to go see it um, in 3D. Yes, I am seeing a 3D movie. It's shocking. It's surprising. Whatever. We're going to do it. I'm going to like it. Three hours and 10 minutes of my life that I'll never get back if I hate it. We'll see how it goes. Um, Black Adam is also coming out on HBO Max this weekend. For all of you who didn't see it in theaters like me, I didn't get around to watching it because I actually wanted to catch up on real films. I said it. Anyway, um, <laughs> The Rock's going to come at me. Ren <laughs> Ren's face looked shocked when I said that. Spoiler alert, which is the Michael Showalter and Jim Parsons. Yes, thank God. Couldn't think of his name. Is that a Christmas movie? Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, it's a Christmas movie. Spoiler alert. <laughs> it's out and limited. And then it'll like go nationwide. Wait, I think it might be nationwide. Limited was last week. You all, I'm on drugs. So like, don't mind whatever I'm saying. I am currently working off of like four hours of sleep. So we're struggling over here. Um, but I do know what I'm talking about most of the time, I promise you. I hope you all enjoyed this episode. Make sure to go down in the show notes and select that Google form for the best of 2022. I can't wait to hear what you all have to say about um, the achievements in storytelling this year. So please do me a favor and fill that form out. It'll take you two minutes, maybe. Write in some other you know, movies and shows and games that I didn't include on the list um, you know, I'd love to see and read all of those. So thank you so much for watching. Make sure to like and share. You can't really, well, I guess, I guess you can like, you can like it. You can, you can like this episode and then you can share it with all of your friends all over social media, any friends that you have and any family members that like entertainment, like keeping up with the latest in Hollywood, as far as breaking stories, um, you know, anyone who likes movie reviews, TV reviews, 
essays, any of that, make sure to show them this podcast and our channel as a whole. Thank you all so much for listening, and we will catch you on the next episode of the Into the Borough podcast. Bye-bye.